Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix Please put your hands together and make a little noise For your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco Boys Ooh, Bosco's Boys Come on, boys Boom, the boys are back, and it is time for another episode. Uh, time's running down on, on this sports season. Uh, we got, what, a handful of days left in February, including one extra. Then we're in March, and, and folks, uh, you know, that will be the end of the quote-unquote Bosco's Boys regular season. Um, obviously, if the Bat Cats are making a lot of noise, we'll have a little bit more baseball content than we typically do. Um, but I mean, it, it is what it is. We'll, we'll uh, we have about five weeks left um, before April. April's a little bit more of like a transitional month, and then uh, before you know it, May, June, May, and June will be here uh, a little bit more off season like. And uh, then we'll start ramping things up for football season in July and August. Uh, And then before you know it, we'll be right back. Uh, Yeah, spoiler alert, I'm not going to mess with you guys. Uh, Next season, uh, we will be back uh, here on Bosco's Boys. I'm not going to... Not going to toy around with retirement, uh, you know, this spring. So don't worry. We will be back. uh, But we're not going anywhere. We're going to have at least one show every single... Uh, week all through the offseason we're still going to have two uh two a week all the way through march as well uh in this episode the bulk of it will be talking about the men's basketball victory over byu is it time to get excited is it time to start daydreaming about finding a way into the ncaa tournament did you know is it all it took was one win over byu Spoiler alert, no, not for me, but we will talk about what uh, the path might look like if they're going to try to find a way into the NCAA tournament, um, because that's more fun than being all sad like we were last week. Uh, We'll end talking about the K-State women dropping a rough one in Lawrence uh, and ending the the race for the Big 12 uh, championship, the regular season championship. Uh, We'll talk about what needs to be done uh, to still be a top 16 team, so you're hosting the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament and, and take a look to Wednesday with Iowa State. Um, before we get to that, we'll have a little bit of housekeeping. We'll talk 
very small topics with football, uh, a little bit of baseball because uh, despite winning the series with Holy Cross to improve to four and three on the season, um, some concerning news coming out of the Bat Cats camp, um, and we will talk about that. Uh, briefly here in a second. Before we do, let's give a shout out to Manhattan Brewing Company. Manhattan Brewing Company, not only are they the best spot in Manhattan to enjoy this perfect spring-like weather that we're ending February with, ignore the weather on Wednesday, uh, but it's been absolutely amazing. Probably going to get into the 80s today on Mondays if you're listening to this on release day. Um, It's a perfect spot to enjoy a beer out on their uh, patio. Uh, it is the perfect place to just hang out. They got amazing cocktails. They have everything you could want. Also, they're distributing all throughout the state. We, we say it. We're going to continue to say it. Talk to your local liquor store. If they don't have Manhattan Brewing Company four packs, just say, hey, I would like, I, I would like it. I would like it in the store so I can buy it directly from you. They want to sell you beer just as much as you want to drink it. So shout out to Manhattan Brewing Company. They've been rocking with us. They will set whenever the show eventually ends. Which again, I already I, I kind of gave it all away. You know, not even going to tease you guys in the uh, in the final episodes of the season around the anniversary episode. Um, they're going to be our longest running sponsor. I don't want to do this show without having the support of them. They are great guys. Uh, their staff, great guys and girls, uh, manning the taps in the tap room. Uh, 10 out of 10. They're the best. So if you're going to Manhattan tonight uh, for the K-State West Virginia game, uh, get a couple pints before you head over to Bramlage. Same if you're going to be there Wednesday or for some midweek baseball as well. Manhattan Brewing Company, that has to be your first spot every time you're in the happiest place in America, Manhattan, Kansas. All right, let's get... Um, some of the housekeeping stuff, some some stuff away. We talked about it. K State. I think honestly, I, I think anyone who who than I would, uh, I think they would say uh, taking only two of three from Holy Cross is a little disappointing. Uh, that that was a series first home series uh, of the season that you probably want to win. Shout out to uh, K State fans. Uh, at least one sellout, maybe two sellouts. Uh, I think clearing. Uh, I think they. Win over 6,000 for the uh, weekend series. I think Toyton officially holds around 2,300. So uh, a, a good good crowds out at uh, Toyton Family Stadium. Uh, so I, I think there probably is a little bit of disappointment dropping that game uh, with Holy Cross and not getting the sweep. Uh, sitting at 4-3 and three after going 2-2 uh, two and two out in Arizona. Uh, I would be a little surprised if they hold on to their top 25 ranking. Uh, the next time those come out, I, I believe they do have a midweek game, but the concern uh, midweek game coming up. Uh, but the big concern is Tyson Neighbors did not pitch once um, this entire series. Uh, Pete Hughes did say after uh, the game on Sunday that uh, he's not going to pitch for a while. There's a uh, muscular deal is the exact quote that he said. Uh, and, and they're not going to push it. They're going to be super precautionary with Tyson Neighbors. So the consensus All-American uh, will not be pitching for K-State here uh, for a while. That puts a lot of stress on the bullpen. Uh, I know the starting pitching hasn't been great, so so even more stress on that bullpen without your uh, most dominant pitcher. Uh, so we'll see we'll see how the Batcats handle this series uh, in, in coming midweek games. Uh, as it really is kind of a NCAA tournament or bust season for them. 
uh, because, you know, I, I know Brian Smoller wasn't going to put that sort of expectation, but from the outside looking in, uh, you have this much talent. You've been so close. It's kind of like, okay, if you can't get to the tournament this year, when are you going to do it? Um, Pete Hughes has put together a lot of talent. I think they're going, going to be able to navigate these waters. Uh, so so definitely stay dialed in with them as, as things come. Uh, the football uh, piece that I wanted to talk about, uh, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, the uh, FanDuel uh, early over under total uh, win totals for the Big 12. Uh, this past week they also released national championship odds and conference championship odds. And K-State is the favorite uh, in the conference uh, the betting favorite, not only to be a national champion, so the the uh, favorite betting favorite amongst Big 12 schools. I think there's still like 15 or 16, maybe even more teams in front of K-State for national championship. But they stand alone at, at, at the top for the football betting odds. Um, I'm a little surprised. I think that, uh, you know, I think that Arizona is going to be spicy. Oklahoma State's going to be spicy. As much as we don't want to talk about it, uh, KU's improving like crazy, and they have one of the easiest schedules in all of Power 4 football. Um, so they really lucked out. So so they're going to be a contender as well. Uh, I think there is so much excitement amongst K-State fans and really the national college football lexicon when it comes to Avery Johnson. Um, because, look, you, you look around and you're seeing K-State and all these Way too early, top 15s, top 20s. Uh, the early betting markets are, are big fans of the Cats. So, uh, really, it's going to be an interesting spring ball uh, that, that's starting here in a couple uh, – heck, I think it's next week. Um, so, what we're going to hear coming out of spring ball in the entire offseason as we drive towards uh, K-State football um, – it's wild, it's wild, but but there's a chance they may be the preseason pick in the Big 12. Uh, and we'll see, we'll monitor throughout the entire uh, spring and summer the betting markets and, and how they react to any any bits of news when it comes to college football. So right now, uh, Vegas has your cats as the uh, favorites in the Big 12. All right, let's talk about the K-State men taking down BYU at home in what ultimately was a pretty stress-free game. Uh, and again, breaks that long losing streak. Um, K-State 84, BYU uh, 74. So first first and foremost, uh, Jerome Tang tallies up another ranked victory as BYU came in ranked, I think, 21 in the uh, coaches and 25th in the A people. And again, it was a pretty... A low stress victory. Uh, I think ultimately, uh, the I would have liked to have a, a little bit better defensive performance, but that's really about where BYU is going to score. You know, they're they're going to be getting uh, at least you know seventy two to seventy four most games. Uh, again, I, I think you have to go back. I mean, when's the last time they scored less than seventy two? Because that's what they had the last time. So they had sixty six versus Oklahoma earlier in the month, but after that, you know, for the most part, for the most part, they're in the mid to high seventies uh, into the eighties a lot of games. So uh, while I would have liked to see a little bit better uh, defensive performance, all in all, it's a low stress victory. We're going to start with uh, we're, we're going to pick at a, at a few things. Here uh, for a second, 
and then we're going to we're going to talk. We're we're going to have some fun. We're we're going to enjoy this victory. Um, offensive rebounds, uh, BYU had 19, so that continues to be a pretty big problem for K State. And really, honestly. That's really about it. BYU is one of the best three-point shooting. And again, I said, oh, you know, I, I was going to ham- hammer on things a little bit. Um, look, <laughs> BYU is one of the best uh, three-point shooting teams. We held them to 19.4%. So I, 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 I'm I, going to backtrack a little bit when I say I, I wish we would have played better defense. I wish we would have been better grabbing defensive rebounds. Because ultimately... Uh, BYU shot the ball 71 times. We shot it 48 times. Now, there's all those offensive rebounds, and we got to the free throw line 31 times compared to their 16. So, again, uh, I'm not going to I'm, I'm, I'm not going to harp too much on the defense. So, in, in hindsight, you know, I kind of came in a little bit, bit hot. But th- this really was about as good of a game as you could have hoped. On the offensive end, this is always what this team needed to do to be successful this season. Um, I, I, I think we figured out that uh, we aren't a team that can bomb a bunch of threes and, and expect them to go in. We took good shots uh, from distance, and, and really most of them came in the first half. I, I believe we only shot five of our 15 in the second half. We're one of five in the second half. You didn't really need to be... Um, shooting a bunch of threes because we had a good day from two and we were able to get to the free throw line. Uh, but Tyler Perry, four of seven, I, I believe it was, it might have been three for five or three for four in the first half. And he came out hot. He came out absolutely blazing hot, able to, uh, you know, just hit his shots. Uh, Arthur Kaluma, uh, two of three, eight of 11 from the floor, 10 of 12 from the free throw line, 28 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, a career day for Arthur Kaluma. Almost went the distance, played 39 minutes. Uh, that's a career high for him. Cam Carter continues to be on a, a bit of a uh, rough stretch. He did grab four assists. He did have three uh, uh, or four rebounds, three assists. Only turned the ball over two times. Cam or Tyler Perry only turned it over three times. Two for Day Day Ames. Uh, two for Arthur Kaluma. None for Colbert. Uh, two turnovers for Gasson, two for Will McNair, none for RJ. Only 13 turnovers. Uh, so they took care of the ball as well. But Cam Carter, 0 of 3 from 3. He still seems to be in a funk, but he hit all four of his free throws. Tyler Perry, 4 of 5 from the line. Gasson, 2 of 4 from the line. Will McNair, 3 of 4 from the line. And again, you had five guys in double figures. Kaluma with 28, Cam Carter with 12, Tyler Perry with 16, David Gasson with 12, Will McNair with 11, and then you had Day Day Ames with 3, and Jarrell Colbert with 2. Um, th- this is how K-State needs to win. They need to be able to attack the rim, which Arthur Kaluma was doing. You know, j- This is why he, he he's an NBA uh, prospect. This is what we talked about uh, for some of the games early in the season, where we want Arthur Kluma attacking the rim. Because guess what? When he's able to get to the rim, he's converting. And then when he's not converting, he is getting fouled. He went to the charity stripe 12 times. 12 times. We got to the free throw line, or line 31 times. That is how K-State in this iteration was always going to win games. When they can get to the free throw line, line 
when they can force the issue, when they can be aggressive going to the rim, you're going to get the foul calls. And again, I, I was sitting down uh, near the court, and I thought BYU could have been called for probably 15 more fouls that game. The referees are never going to call them all. They're never going to call them all. But if you're aggressive, if you push the point, they are still going to call enough of those for you to have a big night at the free throw line. So unless all of a sudden things completely switch off or switch on, uh, that's what I want this team to be doing. It is old school murder ball uh, basketball. I- I'm sure neutrals wouldn't like it. Um, it, it you know it harkens back kind of to the Frank Martin days. Um, it's not analytical basketball, but I just don't think we can shoot from the outside well enough. Uh, but again, I mean, what ended up being uh, 46.7% and uh, it was 60% in the first half. So look, if you if you take the right shots when they come and you try to force it inside, when you try to get to the free throw line, uh, the offense is going to come. It was efficient. It was an efficient night from two. It was an efficient night at the rim. Um, it, it, it was just a fun, I, I keep saying night, it was an afternoon. Uh, but it was a fun afternoon inside of Bramlage Coliseum. It is. And, and, and that sort of performance really leads you to question, man, you know, where, where was that for different stretches and all these different close games that didn't go your way? You can't turn back the clock. You can't replay those games. You can only move forward. Uh, BYU, while I think they're a little bit fraudulent, they're a net darling, they're a Ken Palm darling, they're an advanced analytics darling, so that win helps you out. That moves you up, I think, three or four spots in the net, which ultimately is going to be the big barrier uh, if you were to somehow get hot. Drum Tank says, someone's going to get hot, why not us? Again, we talked about it last week, why I think... um, that that that's chasing after bad. I I don't believe. I still don't think they're gonna get there. And again, if someone needs to clip this inside the the basketball uh, staff, you know, to put together a motivational video, that's fine. You have my permission. I still don't think they're going to be able to do it because let's paint the picture. Let's let's set up the scenario in which I would I I would sit here. I would come on this show and say, all right. Go on the road and beat Cincinnati, who's a fellow bubble team. Um, And and then, look, um, I don't think there's any chance in hell you're going to go into Allen Fieldhouse and beat KU. Um, We beat them at home. It shouldn't have been an overtime game. That should have been a more comfortable win at home. But uh, we've all been watching K-State basketball long enough to know how that game in Allen Fieldhouse is going to go. That one's not winnable. Uh, Iowa State is playing so well right now. Uh, you have that one in Bramlage, and look, I, I sure hope, I sure hope that uh, I, I hope Houston has already locked up the Big Twelve title. I do not want Iowa State coming into that game um, with hopes of clinching a share of the Big Twelve title at, on our court. Um, but again, that's going to be a super motivated Iowa State team. Again, they're currently number six in the uh, uh, in the AP poll. Um, I just hate it. I, I hate it. So that one's going to be a tough one to win, regardless. But that's that's what it's going to take for me to be bought in going into Kansas City. We're going to have to get to that nine and nine point, and the job will not be done. 
The path to the NCAA tournament is trying to get to 9-9 in the regular season and getting two wins in Kansas City. I don't don't think uh, anything less than that is going to get us to the NCAA tournament. So unless we beat West Virginia and Cincinnati, uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to let myself even think that there's an, a, a shot at all. Now, if that happens this week, I'll be coming on here and saying, "Hey, look, uh, we, we we know what's going to happen on Tuesday uh, in Lawrence. Uh, let's not even worry about that." And, and and we'll we'll be sitting there and saying, "All right, we got to get it done. We have to get it done on Saturday versus Iowa State uh, to, to set ourselves up." Uh, to to get into the NCAA tournament with a couple wins in Kansas City. So that's what it's going to take to get me to buy in. If you're more optimistic, if you're someone who wants to start, you know, dissecting the bubble and trying to find out who could be bid stealers and who from the ACC and Big East and Big Ten and SEC that we need to lose, all that type of stuff, all the power to you. I'm not going to spend my emotional energy on that uh, unless we can grab, you know, the next two. Um, and, and then I'll be right there with you guys uh, trying to figure out, okay, who do we need to lose in the American Conference to make sure there's another at-large bid that we can maybe get uh, to date and, or maybe be an 11 seed and make the NCAA tournament. Um, I don't see it happening. I, again, I think this team is too Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, hell, they could lose the game versus West Virginia on Monday. And I'll tell you this, even with as much as Cincinnati is backsliding down the stretch, I still don't like our chances going to Cincinnati, uh, especially with them being a wounded animal as well. Um, I, I, I'm not going to uh, like our chances there. So, again, would love to be wrong, praying to be wrong. I want to be wrong big time. Uh, so, so we'll see what happens. Uh, looking at Monday, look, I think this is going to be a game where K State needs to bring their own juice. Um, I don't think I, I, I don't think they're going to be able to get a lot of it from the crowd. It was a fine crowd. It wasn't a great crowd on Saturday, but it was good enough to to lift their feet a little bit in, in, down the stretch. Um, but I don't think that's going to be the case on Monday. I think it's going to be a very rough crowd. You're playing a bad West Virginia team. Again, the fan uh, you know, buy-in is not super high. It's a 6 p.m. game on a Monday, uh, making it next to impossible for uh, folks who don't live, you know, Topeka or closer to make it there by tip. So I don't think it's going to be a great night. So I, I think it's going to be a lot of bring-your-own-juice to this game. And uh, I, I hope they can do it. I hope they can do it because uh, I, I would love to come on on this show and be talking to you guys next Monday and be like, look, they proved me wrong. They've won three straight. You grab one of these final two versus top ten teams. Uh, and then, then when we played West Virginia, played them earlier in the season, the difference is Jesse Edwards was not playing for them. So it, it, it's, it's going to be – and I think that might have been Raekwon Battles' like first game with them. Uh, and, and those are the two two best players that they have. Uh, Raekwon Battle and Jesse Edwards both both playing around 28 minutes a game. Raekwon Battle, again, we remember him from the NCAA tournament uh, last March and earlier this uh, year in January. Uh, 16 points. He's grabbing four rebounds, uh, grabbing one uh, steal a game. He's shooting 30% from uh, three-point. I think we fouled him on three different three-pointers, uh, and he hit a bunch, and he was the reason why that game was closer in the second half uh, than any of us wanted it to be. Again, Jesse Edwards, I, I think he's a near seven-footer, uh, if not seven-foot, probably 6'11". 
And I think he's Dutch. I think he's from the Netherlands, uh, like David Gasson. Uh, he's playing 29 minutes, uh, and again, he's only played in 18 games so far, uh, but 14.5 points, 8.5 rebounds. He has one assist a game. He's blocking two shots a game. He's 60% from the field. If you foul him, you know, it's a choose-your-own-adventure, uh, only hitting 58% of his uh, free-throw shots. So, uh, look, those are going to be the two guys that uh, they have like Slazenski or whatever, uh, you know, he, he's he's scoring 13 points a game, uh, six nine guys. So so you're going to need a good defensive performance uh, from hopefully Cam Carter uh, to go head head to head with uh, Raekwon Battle. You're going to need Colbert. You're going to need Gasson. You're going to need uh, McNair. You're going to throw a lot of bodies at Jesse Edwards if if K State loses this game it's going to be because i think jesse edwards goes off raekwon battle uh, you know is unconscious from three and uh we don't have an answer um i i think if if we play within ourselves again turnover numbers at least for you know k-state standards have been trending down if you can uh take care of business there uh this should be a win and, and then it allows you know that hope to creep in for that game versus cincinnati um, I'm going to look for Tyler Perry to have another uh, good night, uh, you know, similar to what we saw on Saturday versus BYU. Hit a couple threes. Don't chuck bad shots. Try to keep the ball moving. Uh, and I'd also like to see Arthur Kaluma have another big game as well. If uh, they play within themselves, again, it should be a win, and, and, and it will allow at a minimum, at a minimum, for a season that has been – uh, so down in the dumps, and, and as low as I was feeling coming off of that Texas game on Monday, uh, and coming off—I mean, I mean, look—coming off basically every single game, uh, you know, coming off that TCU game, coming off that Texas game, being so low to to at least have that pep in the step, it, have that like, all right, well, you know, you win this one versus Cincinnati, and then huh, who knows. Um, so to at least set that game up so late in the season, uh, despite that just disgusting run we went on in uh, Big 12 play after starting 4-1, and one, um, it would be nice. It would be nice to force me to look at a little bit of bracketology come Wednesday and Thursday to, to at least get that feeling back, you know, that little tingling in my spine uh, just for my, you know, just for it all to be ripped out uh, on Saturday. But hey, we'll see what happens. Uh, before we talk about the women's basketball team and uh, you know just a just a rough Sunday in Lawrence, uh, shout out to Charlie Hustle. I'm currently wearing my uh, K State uh, Wildcats throwback uh, Wildcat logo crew neck sweatshirt. I have the window open. Oh, just amazing, just amazing weather. But it's like crew neck and short season, which it was, which is my absolute favorite. I was rocking after the K-State game. I came home. I switched into my Sporting Kansas City crew neck sweatshirt from their Sporting Club collection. They got you taken care of. If you're going to see some baseball in Kansas City, guess what? They have the Crown Town collection, and they have some great stuff with the National Negro League Baseball Museum for some Kansas City Monarch gear as well. So it doesn't matter if you're just supporting K-State. doesn't matter if you like the Kansas City uh, teams as well. They, they have it all. They have it all. And then look, you know, I don't know. There's probably someone you love 
that has a gift-giving occasion coming up, make sure you get them something from charliehustle.com as well. So check out Charlie Hustle. We had a fun giveaway uh, last week. We will have one final giveaway in March. And again, uh, you know, spoiler alert, since I already said that uh, we'll, we'll be coming back for another season next year, we'll, we'll be going through the entire sports season, 24-25. Charlie Hustle's coming back with us as well, so we will have more giveaways. We have one in March, and then we'll start it back up in July. Charlie Hustle, Vintage Made Fresh, they are the best. All right, let's talk about the K-State women and really a uh, just a rough loss uh, in Lawrence. Um so, I mean, look, it, it was a slobber knocker back and forth the entire game. Um, you know, K-State had a very slow start uh, to the game. A bad first quarter as uh, has basically become, um, I mean, look, I, I hate it, but it's basically become expected. They're down by as much as 11 in that first quarter. They do storm back a little bit to get it within four. Have a great second quarter uh, and go to halftime with the lead. Uh, you know, basically a even third quarter. Absolutely tight going in. I think it might have been tied going into the, um, or no, K-State was up one going into the fourth quarter. And then, look, Taron Sides hits a three uh, to cut the lead for KU from six down to three, but K State had one point in the final, uh, you know, five minutes before Taron Side Sides hit that three. Um, absolutely disgusting display on offense in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter. Um, this was a game K State could have had. This is a game that uh, is going to haunt haunt uh, you know that locker room. Um, if Oklahoma drops the game uh, next or this Wednesday to uh, Texas, um, it's going to be a game that haunts this team if they end up as a five seed in the NCAA tournament and have to go on the road. Um, it, 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 it was a devastating sort of game. Um, the officials let a lot go. I, this is not a blame the at the rim the entire game. KU when they go on went on their runs, uh, they were hitting a lot of mid mid range jumpers. Uh, K State kept trying to just go straight into the middle. Uh, shout out to KU's um, you know center. Um, how many blocks did she? Uh, Jackson ended up with. Uh, they credited her with eight blocks. <laughs> I mean, we we kept just going right into the middle. Um, a lot of contact, and uh, it is what it is. Um, only sixty percent from the free throw line. Only got to the free throw line. Five times. KU got there 12 times. Uh, KU shot uh, 5 of 11 from 3. Uh, K-State 4 of 11. And, and it really just was a rough game. She did end up with 14 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks. Uh, but no one really helped her. Uh, Taryn Sides got to 11 points. Serena Sundell ended up with 9. Uh, Briley Glenn with 7. Jalen Glenn with uh, didn't score Gabby Gregory only with two, Moppin with six, Sanchez with six. Look, you held KU to 58 points, and the offense just couldn't get it done. Way too many droughts. Um, we're not able to make those clutch plays late. Um, although, look, Sides had that three-pointer to cut to, to three. We were able to tie up KU and have a shot. Um, Gisela Sanchez and Taryn Sides was able to give, get up a shot. Went off the backboard, kind of rimmed out. So, so again, it, it it almost went to overtime. But uh, just not a lot of clutch plays being made late and, and another slow start. 
and you, you combine those things, and KU's at home this entire season. Um, so yeah, and, and that ends the Big Twelve title dreams. Uh, I believe they should. They they one hundred percent should host NCAA tournament games. Um, the the committee when they released their top sixteen, I believe uh, K State was at twelve or thirteen. Uh, but bracketologists haven't really liked K State. Uh, the committee definitely is softer on K State than the AP and the uh, possibly the final time ever Aoka Lee uh, will play in Bramlage Coliseum. Possibly the final time that Gabby Gregory will play in Bramlage Coliseum. And we're playing Iowa State. Everyone remembers that heartbreaking over double overtime game. Um, just, just a disgusting game. And hopefully they, they take care of business. Uh, I think we all remember uh, uh, Addie Crooks. Um, she She's a monster and she's good. Um, so that's going to be a massive uh, battle on the inside between her and Aoka Lee. Um, we remember, uh, what Addie Brown had, uh, 20 points. Uh, Emily Ryan had 12 points. Uh, Jones had, uh, 13. Um, so look, they're a capable team. They have multiple center options. And, and again, uh, Crooks had a massive game, 20 points, nine rebounds, three steals and a block, uh, in that game versus K-State. Aoka Lee again on 33 minutes. She had 20 points. Serena Sundell had 20 points. Gabby Gregory had 13 that game. Gisela Sanchez had 10 uh, in that game. So it's going to be a battle. And and if K-State wants to be a top four seed, if they want to be in that top 16, if they want to be hosting games in Bramlage Coliseum for the NCAA tournament, it's a must win. I don't think you can have another loss in the regular season. You have Iowa State on Wednesday, and then on Saturday you travel to Texas Tech. I think you have to win both those games. I think you probably have to make it to the semifinals or finals in Kansas City uh, to to assure that spot to host. Again, I think the selection committee seems a little bit softer on K-State than uh, the AP and coaches poll. Uh, I think absolute disrespect for what I think has been a great uh, season. And, And again, three of the losses coming without Aoka Lee. And uh, the the fourth one, uh, her her just coming back from injury, or two of the losses without Aoka Lee, the third one first came back from an injury. Um, so it, you know, it, it's frustrating. Uh, this team could have been Big Twelve champions, and hell, they still can. They could still win the entire tournament in Kansas City uh, and, and set them up maybe for a three seed if they run the table out there. So we'll see what happens. Wednesday is going to be an absolute massive game. Um, I, I believe we'll probably have a show on Wednesday. Um, probably won't be centered too much around that game, but but we'll definitely mention it. Uh, and I'll be tuned in. I, I want to beat Iowa State. I, I would love to beat both the women and the men uh, to, to basically end the season in Bramlage. Uh, and, and both those games are going to be prize fights. They're going to be slobber knockers. So tune in on Wednesday. I believe it's on ESPN+. Plus. Yep, 6.30 ESPN Plus. If you can get there, get there. The, again, like I said, that might be Aoka Lee's final game in Bramlage. That might be Gabby Gregory's final game in Bramlage. Uh, so get out there if you can. Support them. If not, make sure you're watching on TV uh, with Brian Smoller on the call on ESPN Plus. That's all we have for you guys. Um, yeah, you know, short and sweet. Uh, disappointing. Disappointing game for the women in Lawrence. Uh, the men is a little bit too little too late. We'll find out. 
uh, on Monday and then again on Saturday. So I hope you enjoy this great weather we've been having. Make sure you are checking out Manhattan Brewing Company every time you're in Manhattan and talk to your local liquor store to make sure they're stocking four packs if you live in the state of Kansas. Or hell, all of you on the Missouri side, uh, just just pop on over into Johnson County and pester uh, you know the, the liquor stores over here. Uh, to carry Manhattan Brewing Company so you can get it right here in Kansas City. Uh, so shout out to them. Shout out to Charlie Hustle. Again, I folks, I promise you. I, I know the spring you're thinking to yourself, I don't know about fleece. I don't know about a hoodie. I don't know about a crew neck. Get it, and you will be wearing their hoodies and crew necks until June. I promise you. Plus, crew neck and shorts, best type of weather. Uh, so check out charliehustle.com. Uh, so for Chauncey, the best dog in the world, my name is Scott. We love you guys, and go Cats. Hail to the purple, hail to the white, wildcat in spirit, wildcat in fight. Hail alma mater from sea to sea, onward Fight UK State Wildcats for alma mater fights. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors, we will ever be a fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Fight, 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 fight. UK State Wildcats for alma mater fight. Podcast Network.